You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Smith. It's been a while since I got a chance to talk to all of you out there, but I'm glad to be back. And I am joined by my very special co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne. How are you, Rayshon? Hey, hey, hey. I'm good. How are you? I am good. So looking uh, nice and fit. You been working out? I have been working out. <laughs> I showed. I told you I was going to be ready for summer seventeen. You know, I see. Look at the arms, y'all. She got these little Serena's going on over here. Really? Uh, uh, nice and toned. Uh, that's a compliment, girl. But I own that. Bro's out there paying good money to get what you wake up with. Well, thank you, Rayshon. I'll take that compliment. And you better. Yeah. All right. So. You know what we do on Unapologetic? We start off talking about what's happening in entertainment and celebrity news. And this week, oh, there has been so much in just the past 48 hours. Mike. I mean, these celebrities have just been. No, it's like when you, I can even get over one without another one coming behind it. Like, what I know. Geez. I mean, from Michael Vick to uh, R. Kelly uh, to Usher, Kevin yeah. Hart, uh, now O.J. Simpson. So, yeah, O.J. Yeah. Simpson is back in the news, okay? so Guess who's back? Yeah. In case you guys <laughs> missed it, O.J. is coming home, guys. He's a free man. Yes. Are you applauding? I am applauding. Why? You better believe I'm applauding. Why? Because uh, anytime a man, uh, especially a black man, is released on the street to better himself, that's always a good thing. Come on. He ain't doing nothing up in prison. Okay. Well, if you guys missed it out there, O.J. Simpson has been granted parole after spending nine years in prison for armed robbery and kidnapping, and he will be released in October. So... Of course, on social media, there's a whole lot going on because there's a lot of memes and videos. But October, though, that's a long way away. Listen, this man has spent nine years in prison. I think he's okay (laughs) with waiting a couple of months. See, now, what I'll be afraid of is, you know, people are jealous. You know what I mean? And so is with July got to October was that three months from now I'll be afraid somebody gonna you know screw me up to push it back that's what I'll be more concerned like put me in solitary confinement you know protect the custody something and I want nothing or nobody to screw up these next three months of my no, I was about to say escape of my, he ain't escape he no releasement or whatever that's gonna be a word tonight ladies and gentlemen Alrighty, and moving on to our next story. So, I'm sure you guys have heard about this. Unless you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, R. Kelly has had all of these allegations uh, pinned against him this week in which they've been saying that he's been kidnapping young women and holding them hostage. So, a young woman's father, well, parents actually came forward saying that she has been living with R. Kelly since she was 19 years old and that 
he has held her hostage for this period of time and that there are other women that are also being held uh, captive, allegedly, by R. Kelly. So the woman did come forward and she did say that the allegations were false and that she's actually 21 now. Uh, She's a 21-year-old woman and she says she's been living with R. Kelly since she was 19. And she says that it was her father who brought her to the singer in the first place. Now, her name is Jocelyn Savage and Jocelyn met R. Kelly at a concert two years ago. And she says that it was her father's plan to live with the singer so that he would help her to develop her singing career. And in fact, Jocelyn says that it was her father who dropped her off at a friend's house to be driven to R. Kelly's home. And though he knew that his daughter would be mentored in the singer's home for an extended period, what Timothy Savage did not bank on was that his daughter would be living with the singer for over two years. Now, Jocelyn says it's been five or six months since she's spoken to or seen her family in person. And according to her family, she is being held against her will and quite possibly abused. And Jocelyn's father says that he is prepared to see R. Kelly in court if the singer attempts to shut him up. So what do you think about that, Rayshawn? Tell me, what's the difference between what R. Kelly is doing now and what Hugh Hefner has been doing for decades? All the difference is, y'all just called it the Playboy Mansion. Stop it. It's the same thing. Well, I guess they're saying the difference is that R. Kelly is allegedly holding them captive. How we know he wasn't holding them uh, captive? We don't. We don't. You see what I mean? So it's like, don't act like this is something new and this is something that we ain't heard of. And like he has underage girls held over there. The girl was 19. She was grown. And even like, okay, and Hugh Hefner, I'm going to take it a step further. He had them women over there showing their tatas to the world. I ain't see R. Kelly do that. <laughs> well, those women also chose to do that and as well. And how you know these women ain't chose to do this as Oh, well. I'm not saying that That's they all I'm, I'm saying. I'm just saying that no, those no, women no, chose I, to right, pose. Right, I got it. All I'm saying is I don't see a difference between Hugh Hefner and R. Kelly. Oh, I, R. Kelly might as well be today's Hugh Hefner. Why not? All right. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> I'm just that's, that's Ray Sean's opinion on that. But I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of allegations against R. Kelly. I mean, over the made past the same, decade. Uh, but at the same time, do we know that these same allegations were not held against Hugh? Mind you, we live in a different age now. News and rumors are so easily accessible, and you can just put it all out there now. Back in the day, you know, you had to really search and dig for dirt. Nah, it's just all out there. Just everything's just messy and just dirty. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of messy and dirty, there's a one point one million dollar lawsuit mm. reportedly claiming that Usher infected his ex wife's bridesmaid with herpes. <laughs> So in legal documents that surfaced recently, a woman claims that Usher infected her with herpes and reportedly received a cool $1.1 million because of it. So she's not suing, okay? She actually has $1.1 million that she received from allegedly being infected with herpes. Now, Radar Online reported that a woman by the name of Maya Fox Davis who was allegedly a bridesmaid to his then-wife, Tamika Foster, and they have pictures all over the Internet if you guys want to see them of her standing up in the wedding. Uh, they said that she shared a sexual relationship with the R&B singer and took him to court for giving her the STD. Now, in the legal document, she claims that Usher convinced her that he was STD-free, knowing that he wasn't, no, and that the document state... Quote, believing Raymond's statements that it had been nothing and cleared up, she continued her relationship, 
end quote. The lawyer for the victim wrote in a legal complaint for damages. Now, in the documents, allegedly, Usher says that he covered her medical expenses and compensated her for her pain and suffering. Rayshawn, why are you laughing? This is a very serious matter here. It is. It is. It is. And I'm laughing because... You know, like, I love to play devil's advocate at times, and I can see a different side to a situation. Like the R. Kelly thing, you know, people try to bash him, but I say he didn't know you have none on it. I say, you just nasty. <laughs> like, I, there's no way I could spin this, man. That's just... <laughs> you know what makes this bad too? Did you have a crush on Usher back in the oh, day? Oh yes, I loved Usher. Hey, shout out to Daryl Lynn out there. You know, my high school friend Daryl Lynn. Oh, that was man. like her like crush. Oh no, see, I liked okay. Usher in his Think of You days when he got to my way. You know, I kind of started feeling genuine. Uh. So. <laughs> You know, I wasn't all into Usher anymore, wait, wait, but Daryl Lynn, she was Wine still got? all into Usher. I think Genuine has like five, six? Nah. More than that? Yeah, man. I think he got up to like eight or nine. Oh, wow. So now we look. Genuine, we looking at you too, bro. <laughs> listen, a lot of these R&B singers, I'm sure, are infected out there. So ladies, listen. Man. If you run into Usher? a rapper, an athlete, an R&B singer... Protect yourself. Now, see, Usher, you just killed, like, a whole type of empire out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, bros going to be scared to go out here and trap these celebrities and have their babies. They ain't try to go out here screwing raw no more. Yeah, because you're going to end up with hey, a whole uh, lot more than a baby. And herpes go. is something that does not, not go, go away. away. That's what I'm like, Usher, you just out here just nasty. Let it burn. Mm. Yeah, he was burning all right. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Nah, dog. Ain't no alleged about that. <laughs> Come on. Now, this girl didn't got paid. I know. That's what makes it so bad. It's expenses. like. He's like, oh, my bad. I, I thought he had cleared up. I, uh, but, you know, he's married. On. You know, he he's. Is he still considered a newlywed? Because I it's mean, within the past couple of years. So I'm just wondering, like, how does his new wife feel about this? Is this something that she knows about? Because, you know, if you don't have an outbreak, you won't know. You don't know until there's an outbreak. That's all I got to say. Man, who is his wife? What, what's her claim to fame? What, what, what is she? She's kind of low key. She's in the industry, but she's low key. Okay, so she's in it for the money. I don't know about and that. For the fame and for all that. Come on now. She ain't, I ain't heard her but coming forward. But I can't say that I think that about, she's for the fame because she's very low key. Like, she's a person that does not would like Would you marry us if he knew he had herpes? I would not. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that is me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she didn't know. Okay, so and it, I'm curious to know if Tamika knew. Okay, so now you know his ex-wife Tamika. Since this was, you know, well, are they together? <laughs> Tamika? Mm-hmm. No. All right. So she after she found out, she found oh you got what? I'm out of here. <laughs> well, I'm. I don't know. I don't even I, know if she knew that he slept with her. You know, former friend, or I don't know if they see, were still and friends. Now you know that's what they both get. Why are you screwing your friend husband anyway? See, look, yeah. just nasty, Usher. You just have to shame. watch who you keep around uh, you. Yeah, you do. Okay, now here's another story that I think that you will find interesting because I talked about this during our last, as you call it, hot topics. Yeah, he likes to steal from the Wendy show. Okay, you so <laughs> I just say celebrity entertainment news. You um, said hot topics. Maybe I did. Okay, so, you know, we talked about this in the last uh, podcast episode about Madonna and Tupac. 
and how this letter has come out. And now she is putting a stop to this letter being released. So according to TMZ, Madonna is working diligently to block the auction and claims that the personal letter was stolen. Madonna claims that a former friend must have set her up and stole items, including personal worn underwear. Isn't that interesting? You know, Madonna getting a little old. You know, she getting a little senile because, well, you know, I think Madonna's always just been a little off. Because didn't you hear, like, this is new letter surfacing that she was jealous of the mediocre talent of Whitney Houston? Yes. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of words I could use to describe Whitney Houston. Mediocre? But her talent being described as mediocre, that's not one word. That I would use. Nah. I, I think most people wouldn't use nah. that word. Who, who People who know music and who knows talent, they would not use that word. Because Madonna, I think you're a fabulous entertainer. Entertainer. However, you no one has ever man. said that you were a strong vocalist. Not at all. But I am a fan of Madonna. You got to be. But she doesn't quite have the power no, in terms not. of vocals tell you that Whitney Houston had. I like Madonna too. Madonna got some songs that go hard. But you would never ever hear me say, ooh, Madonna, no, she sung that song, boy. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, guys, so we're gonna take a break. So, you know, we were gonna talk about a certain subject, but because there is so much going on in entertainment and celebrity news, I feel like we need to just spend this episode talking about all the things that are going on with the entertainment you know, and industry. help some of them and help some of you all because yeah. I, I, I kind of like that they effing up right now. Makes they, you feel normal. There you go. See what I'm saying? They just like you and me. <laughs> all right, guys. So when we come back, we're going to give you guys some more celebrity dirt and scoop and all that good stuff. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We are back on Unapologetic. And we are back to bring you more entertainment and celebrity news. And unfortunately, we do have some sad news to report today. Linkin Park's Chester Bennington was found dead today at 41 years of age. Chester Bennington of Linkin Park was a singer and father of six. I didn't know he had that many children. Um, But his death was ruled as a suicide by hanging. According to law enforcement, Bennington's body was found shortly before 9 a.m. local time. And Bennington's death comes on what would have been the 53rd birthday of his good friend, Soundgarden rocker Chris Cornell, who also committed suicide last May. And for years, Chester Bennington has struggled with drug and alcohol abuse. And he also admitted to considering suicide in the past because he had been abused as a child. So our condolences go out to the singer's family and friends during this time. So huge loss in the music world. Especially to hang yourself. That's devastating to find a loved one that way. So, yeah, prayers to the family. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But we do have some good news, some happy news. Please. Star of Power and former 3LW singer Notori Naughton gave birth to a healthy baby girl yesterday in New York City, surrounded by family and friends. Notori's daughter arrived at 8.48 p.m. and weighed in at 5 pounds, 15 ounces, and 19 inches long. So, congratulations to Notori. Yes. Yeah, to the little chocolate 3LW girl. No, why does she have to be all of that? Because that's what she is. Come on. Uh, where we know her from? Power. Oh, see, I don't watch Power. So I just know her as the... Power as well as Notorious. 
I was going to see Little Kim don't want us to know. And Broadway. Oh, please. That's always going to be the little chocolate girl who got the KFC thrown in the head <laughs> in the back Really? You're going to bring up the chicken? <laughs> How can you not? Come on. The 3LW was, they was hot for me. You liked them, didn't you? Yeah, I went 3LW. They had a unique sound. I ain't never heard nobody with a lisp. Really? <laughs> How'd you go? The shade is so real. The shade is so real. But you don't watch Power at all. Like, you've never seen an episode. I've never seen an episode, no. Of his entirety? Nah, I can't say that I have. Oh, wow. Because Lala, you know, is on the series. I think I need to be watching. And she has had some scenes in which she has appeared topless. Mm-hmm. Lala and them ta-ta. And a lot of people are like, whoa, Lala, what are you doing? And she recently went on The Breakfast Club and she explained. She said, look. I'm an actress. Mm-hmm. That is my character Absolutely. who is in a relationship with this man. And in a relationship, you do have sex. <laughs> and I am having sex as my character, Lakeisha, in this particular series. So you have to separate Lala from Lakeisha. So, Absolutely. You know, obviously, we've seen tons of actresses, you know, mm-hmm. and actors that have shown their goods mm-hmm. for the role. Yeah, and it paid off. I mean, do you think Halle Berry had that Oscar? Has she not bared it all? Come on now. Y'all really think she got that for her acting? Stop it. She got that because she went full. Didn't she full frontal? And Monsters Ball? I don't know if she went full frontal. I don't know. She showed it But the first time she actually went nude was in Swordfish. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And her career? Took off. Ain't been right. I mean, ain't been right. Ain't been the same sense. In a good way. That's what I mean. It ain't been in the same sense. So this could be good for Lala. Yeah. I mean, it shows that she takes her craft seriously and she's willing to go the extra mile. So, And you know how old is Lala? 36. 36. I mean, from the reaction that I've heard, she didn't look half bad. No, wait. I think Lala's 38. I'm sorry. She just had a birthday. You see what I'm saying? So a 38-year-old mother... And she still got it. She should be celebrating that. So I don't know why women are bashing her. Y'all should be trying to get on her level. Come on now. Well, I'm not bashing her. No, I ain't talking about you. But she is getting a lot of, you know, backlash. People say, you know, you're a horrible... I, I um, heard her say, people say she's a horrible mother because of it. And she's like, my child doesn't even watch the show, you know? So big ups to Lala. Keep doing your thing. I'm actually... I'm proud of her. I've seen where she's come from and where she is now. So... Yeah, so she come a long way. Oh, and I wish her and Carmelo the best. I think they're trying to work it out. So, well, we shall see. We shall see. All right, so here's another interesting story for you guys. Lamar Odom is planning to spill a lot of tea in a tell-all book. So, as one can imagine, Lamar Odom has quite the story to tell, and he's planning to tell it in the near future. The ex-NBA player and ex-husband to Khloe Kardashian tells In Touch Weekly that he's making a comeback, and it will be in the form of a book. A tell-all book. Mm-hmm. Chris Jen ain't about to have that. She about to shut all that down. You think so? Oh, come on now. I don't think he signed a non-disclosure agreement during his marriage to Chloe. He will. And <laughs> now he will. There's something going to happen. This book ain't not going to come out. But I'm sure it will be a bestseller if oh, it does Most, I'll buy it. Okay? And I don't keep up with the Kardashians, but I'll show by that book. You want to know everything, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Lamar yeah. Odom, cracking up with the Kardashians. 
Okay, now moving on to our next story here. So you and I were talking about this a little bit before um, we came on air about Kevin Hart allegedly being caught cheating. So Kevin has come out and said, listen, this is a joke that wasn't like that. And if you look at the video, because there was a video that was released, if you look at the video, there's a woman sitting in the back seat and it appears that Kevin has some type of interaction with the woman, but he's saying he's just talking to her. And if you look at the video, it does look like there's two different ways you could look at it. It does look like he could be like kissing the woman, but then if you really look at it, it looks like he's just turning his head and he's like having a conversation with her. But a lot of people are saying, okay, regardless, what are you doing in the car with a woman that is not your pregnant wife in the wee hours of the morning? Now, it could be someone that is trying to hang out with his security, with his friends. But, you know, we all know that the groupies, and I'm not calling this woman a groupie, but I'm just saying. But groupies typically will tag on to whoever they can in order to get to the actual celebrity. So what do you think of this? Do you think that Kevin was inappropriate for having this woman in the car? No. Why not? It was not this celebrity is nothing but just another form of customer service. You see what I'm saying? You know, you have no. to be nice to your fans. <laughs> you have to be nice to your fans. So these they don't have to be in your car. But hold on now. And then at the same time, isn't this a conversation between Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart's wife? But when you're a celebrity, you and I both know that you put yourself out there to the world. All I saw was him having a conversation. That's all I saw. I, saw, I didn't see anything. I didn't see any hand touching. I didn't see any caressing, kissing, petting, grabbing. I didn't see none of that. I just saw people talking in a car. So was he cheating on her with all three of the people in the car? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> it, just, freak, it, just, eh? it just wasn't a good look in a lot of people's eyes. But, you know, in in the end, that's a conversation that, like you said, yeah. should be happening between he and Aniko like I, and like I said we, we, we mentioned Usher R. Kelly and Kevin Hart and all those guys you know what I mean like I said R. Kelly yeah you you who you have for ending up over there Kevin Hart you were having a conversation but again Usher you just nasty just go back to that again I'm sorry I just can't get over that because I liked Usher, but now he's just lost some cool voice with me for that. Oh, gosh. Okay, so let's move on to another story. So, Rayshawn, you will find this story interesting because you are a fan of these individuals that I'm about to talk about. Interesting. Yeah, so Mara Brock Akil and Salim Akil. Is it Salim or Salim? The Akils. The okay? Akils. They are developing a new series for OWN. So, okay, Okay. in case you guys don't know who the Akils are, they are responsible for some of our favorite television shows, such as Girlfriends, The Game, and currently Being Mary Jane. Now, recently, the screenwriter and producer landed a new series over on OWN. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, the husband and wife duo have teamed up with OWN to develop their new show called Love Is Blank. I don't know what the blank is. Oh, I'm going to say. That's that's the title. Love (laughs) Is Blank. Uh, yeah, oh, well, but it's an hour long drama and it will be inspired by their real life relationship as they aim to tell the story of a modern day power couple. So. See, I'll watch that because I, like you said, I do love the cues. I love their writing style and mm-hmm. their direction because they they're a very talented couple. They are. They're an extremely talented couple. I really 
can't get into being Mary Jane, but I'm okay with that because I think that's for the sisters. And it's a really good you know, show. I, I ha- did. Yeah, I haven't watched this past season. Sorry. Uh, I think I you should, but it's it, but it, it's a good show. From what I've seen, because my mother watches it, Mary Jane is kind of like you. No, <laughs> not at all. Okay, Mary Jane is a little bit show. more of a free spirit uh, than I am. Oh, okay. So yeah, that ain't you. I, again, I don't watch the show, so yeah, I, I take that back. So anybody, any, I, I thought this was like a classy businesswoman just trying to find little. I, I know she was out here hoeing around, so. No. Oh, gosh. Moving on uh, to our next story. Speaking of television and series, the story of Mariah Carey's rise to fame will soon appear in our television screens as well. Now, according to Deadline, Stars is developing an untitled fictional scripted drama series based on the singer's real-life experiences during her rise to stardom. Mariah Carey will serve as the show's executive producer alongside Brett Ratner. And based on the show's synopsis, the Nina Coleman-written series will be set in, quote, 19 19- 1986 New York City and chronicles the rise of an ambitious biracial 16-year-old girl, an inspiring singer-songwriter who survived a difficult childhood to become the biggest-selling female music artist of all time. What do you think of that? Sure. Hey, Mariah. I, I want to watch because Mariah does have a very interesting okay, upbringing because these what? siblings of hers, they Hold keep up. coming out and showing you us some that, things. That, that is kind of dope. I, I want to know. I, I ain't going to lie. That is kind of dope. You want to know why? Because if I was a celebrity like that, and you know, with all these biopic movies coming out, you know, New Edition, and you had a TLC movie, I heard Escape, aren't they getting a movie, something like that? Yeah. So, like, all these movies that come out, Mariah, like, damn, a movie. <laughs> My biopic is going to be a whole damn series. So you know what? I ain't mad at Mariah for that. Big ups to Mariah. It's like, I probably won't watch, but I'm curious to see how it happens. Well, Mariah, I will definitely be watching. No, not because it's Mariah. I don't probably won't watch because I don't watch much TV. So, like, it ain't personal against Mariah. I just, again, I don't watch Power, Empire. What else do y'all watch? Scandal, being married. I don't say I don't watch TV, but I hope it does well. For yes, that yes. reason, that she, she didn't want no damn movie. She wanted a series. Yeah, I'm sure it will be good. And <laughs> yeah. This is one thing I do like about this television series is, that she's doing is because I felt like, you know, her siblings have been trying to come out and say different things. She's like, look, I'm going to tell my own story. Wait, so I thought she just had the one crackhead sister. She got. She mom. has a brother. Is he on drugs, too? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Now, was she what, older, younger sibling? What, what, what she? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where she uh-huh. sits. But, terms. yeah. Yeah. I knew that sister was a hot ass mess. That yeah, her had. her sister has had some drug problems and some issues in the past. So, oh, she clean up. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, so we're gonna take a break, but when we come back, we're gonna wrap up the celebrity uh, and entertainment news. So, uh, in honor of, unfortunately, uh, the deceased lead singer of Linkin Park, we're going to play one of my favorite songs uh, by him. Well, in the band and Jay-Z. And again, our condolences go out to his family during this difficult time. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic. And this has been an interesting hour talking about celebrities and entertainment news because these celebrities have really been just showing out for the past this week. I I mean, just the, the entire week there has been an enormous amount 
of celebrity news. Like, there's no way we could cover everything in one hour. But we're going to definitely do our best to try to cover some of the hottest stories of the week. But, yeah, we're going to do our best. So, okay, Colin Kaepernick, remember there was the comments that Michael Vick made about him in regards to cutting his hair. There's been all this controversy regarding um, Michael Vick saying that he believes that he should cut his hair and that he should be more clean cut. And now Michael Vick is apologizing for his comments. As he should. Yes. So in case you guys missed it, Michael Vick suggested that Colin Kaepernick should cut his afro to save his career. And there's just been a widespread backlash for the NFL player or former NFL player. And many did not take kindly to Vic's advice. And social media users have called out the former quarterback for his statements, claiming that the only reason he got rid of his braids was because he had to go to prison. Do you agree with that? Yes, definitely. The only person you tell to clean up their image to is a criminal. And if it's between Kyle Kaepernick and Mike Vick, I only know one criminal in that dyad. <laughs> well. <laughs> and Mike Vick, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Well, today he issued an apology on the Dan Patrick show. Oh, and I'll he said, it. quote, what I said, I should have never said. I think it was taken out of context in regards to what I was trying to convey. But I only want to help Colin Kaepernick, Vick said. I'm not a general manager. I'm not the guy who makes the decisions on getting him signed. And I'm truly sorry for what I said. I think I should have used a better choice of words. His afro has nothing to do with him being signed. And I wasn't trying trying to relay that message he added it was more about helping him at the end of the day so there it is guys he apologized so case in point i hate when people say oh it was taken out of context no it was took how you said it but in what context did you mean it you said verbatim he needs to clean up his image cut his hair my thing is, I said this to somebody. I said, with Colin Kaepernick even just having black skin, he's automatically going to be unpresentable. Mike Vick, you should already know that. The thing is, somebody told you you had to clean up your image and shave your hair because you were facing court charges. <laughs> this is something totally different, my brother. Just stop talking. You, you, you should have just said, no comment. I have nothing to say about it because you clearly didn't know what you were talking about. All right, well, moving on to our next story. We're going to talk about Tyga. So, Tyga appeared Ooh. on, oh, no, the, the rapper, rapper Tyga. Yes. Tyga. Tyga yes. appeared Kardashian. on The Breakfast Club this morning. And during his interview, he did touch on his relationship with ex girlfriend Kylie Jenner. And he did give his thoughts on the Rob Kardashian and Black China drama. And he says that, quote, I look at, like, I told homie, too. I told him what the play was. When I told him what he was going to deal with, I was like, I was with her for three or four years. This is what you have to deal with. So, of course, you know, he tried not to bash her too much, you know, by telling everyone what a great mom she is. But he claims he tried to warn Rob. So how do you feel about that when your baby's father is warning the guy? I mean, I can believe that. You know, guys talk. You know, I'm like, hey, dog, you may want to watch out for sure. You know, she a little crazy. 
And you know, Rob, again, y'all have to understand, Rob is a man who thinks like a woman, but it's not his fault. He was surrounded by nothing but women his entire life. So he deals with the world like a woman would deal with the world, but he's still a man. That's terrible. That 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 never works. So Tiger looking out, you know, brother to brother, man to man, homegirl crazy. But in Rob's head, all he can think is, whatever, I love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love my baby brother. I never let that go. So whatever. They, everybody, uh, they will all be all right, okay? Celebrities can never be heartbroken. Yeah, because there's always someone there waiting to take that go. spot. So don't let them fool you over there. Well, speaking of the Kardashians, Khloe Kardashian and basketball player Tristan Thompson have been spotted house hunting in L.A. So what I mean? <laughs> when mm-hmm. she just on French Montana <laughs> or somebody not too long ago? James Hart. There you go. See what I'm saying? Celebrities would never be heartbroken or alone for too long. Yeah, so. well, it appears that Chloe and Tristan Especially are ready those. to take things to the next level. The couple has been spotted house hunting around L.A., so it appears that they're planning to finally shack up. Well, at least sort of. According to TMZ, they're not buying a house just yet. Tristan is looking for a home to rent in the Hollywood Hills area so that when he's in town, he and Chloe will have somewhere to hang out. Yeah. Chloe will keep her home in Calabasas, which is just about an hour away from Hollywood. Well, hopefully Lamar will look out for Tristan the way that Tiger tried to look out for Rob. Something drove that man to crack. I'm just saying. I do believe that Lamar may have had some problems prior to the relationship and maybe the exposure of the Kardashians and everything that came with it. Right. It didn't help the situation. They get encouraged. (laughs) Let's stop it. Lamar going to be, he about to write that book. Lamar going to be all right. Absolutely. Now, speaking of books. This is a story that I think you will appreciate because Mm. you are a fan of Basketball Wives. Jackie Christie's daughter, Takari Lee, is coming out with a tell-all book, as you know. And it's apparently exposing some of Jackie Christie's alleged criminal ways. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. She couldn't get any crazier than what she is now. Yeah, so we know that she's already been, you know, trying to accuse and expose her mom as being a bad mom for mistreating her. But now she's also trying to label her a criminal. So according to the book, Christy allegedly used to do mall runs where she would return stolen merchandise for money. Takari also claims that Jackie's mother was in on the scheme as well. She said, quote, my mother, grandmother, and aunts would drive to area malls and take stolen goods back to department stores like Saks, Nordstrom, and Neiman Marcus, to name a few. They did this day in and day out like it was a nine-to-five job. End quote. Christy, she hasn't come forward and spoke out about the allegation. So, you know, Jackie, I think that's best. I think it's best to just do what you have been doing and just keep quiet. Yeah. But this, listen, Takari, okay, if you, if you can hear me out, out there, Takari, you know, I don't know you, Takari, but you seem like, you know, you're a great mom and you really love your mom, but you're hurting. And unfortunately, you continuously bashing her in the media is not going to ease your pain. It's not going to make you feel better about what has allegedly happened um, throughout your childhood with your mom and your relationship with your mom. So I strongly encourage you 
to take a break from social media and trying to expose your mom and really try to heal that relationship if that's important to you. If you really want to heal and move on, you need to seek some type of professional help and really try to mend this relationship with your mom because all you're doing is just drawing a bigger wedge. Now, if you just don't care anymore about healing that relationship, then let it go because that's the only thing that's going to give you peace. But as long as you continuously bash her in the media and you're coming out with a book, it's making you look like you're trying to get some type of gain from this instead of showing that maybe you really are hurt from things that may have occurred in your childhood. It doesn't make you look good. That's what I think you're missing, Takari. Now people are looking at you like, okay, what's what's your MO? Like, okay, your mom was a bad mom. Okay, are we going to keep on talking about this? Or are you going to actually try to heal that relationship? Or are you really going to try to heal yourself? Most importantly, heal yourself. Let yourself be free from this pain. But you continuously bashing her is not going to help you or her. So that's just my opinion, Takari. What do you think about that, Rayshawn? What, what's your opinion? You should have said that to Jackie, not to Takari. Takari's the daughter here. Jackie's the mother. Takari didn't ask to be born. Takari didn't ask to be brought into the world. There's some hurt there. And Jackie, as a mother, if she sees that her daughter is hurting, as a parent, if your child is in need of anything... You should be the one to reach out and to see what the problem is and fix it. But clearly that hasn't happened. So, Takari, you have to let it go. That's easier said than done. But why talk about it on social media? Ain't that way everybody talking? That the thing? Come on, 2017. But that doesn't Get with help. The terms. I'm saying, you and I don't follow trends. You see what I'm saying? We don't do what everybody else does. I just feel like that doesn't help the situation because obviously this girl is in a lot of pain. And, and the only person that can help her is who? Her mother. There you go. That's but what I'm saying. That's if you, you can't get that to. help from her, from your mother, then maybe you should seek professional help and worry about healing yourself and being a great mom to your children. Because you've already displayed that I agree with you're that. a great mom. Just focus on you. But it's, it's I, I guess... If I'm looking at her eyes, I'm sure she doesn't want to feel this way. Who wants to be miserable and hate their mother? Or not? I, don't, I can't say she hates her mother, but be angry with their mother. Nobody wants to, but I think it's hard to move on when you see this mother. It would be different if she wasn't capable of being a mom, but when you see her be a mother to somebody else, but not me, that hurts. That would have to hurt. That's all I'm saying. So it's not like Jackie's not capable of it. She just chose not to be motherly towards her. That's how I look at it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right, because we don't, we don't know we don't if know. any of these allegations are true. And these are all things that are coming hearsay. from one side, right? You're so absolutely right. We don't know. And if it is true, it, it's, it's sad and it's unfortunate. But that girl is not only hurt, but she pissed. Yeah. Jackie, you don't know when I can fix that. Well, we definitely wish both of you the best, and you know, hopefully that relationship can be mended at some point. Absolutely. But we are going to wrap up Unapologetic. It's been a great time talking about all of the things that have been happening it's in the entertainment world. Yeah, so 
You know, this was this was a very interesting show for sure. We covered a lot. A whole lot. Yes, yes. So we will be back soon. Check us out on Thursdays, yes, seven PM. Uh, I want to send just a quick little shout out to myself. My birthday is Saturday. So happy birthday to me. Happy so, birthday, Rayshawn. Thank you. It's gonna be forty guys. All right. <laughs> we will talk to you guys later. We're out. Peace out. <laughs>